in the middle of the Maimer, and we were speaking about how a person naturally expresses happiness, how when someone is happy, you first see it in their face, how welcoming they are, and it expresses itself in how kind the person becomes when they're really happy. They start viewing people for what they really are. People are good. Yidin are good. They're Achmanim, Baishanim, Gaimle Chasadim. And when a person is not happy, so then they're absorbed in themselves and they don't give it the extra thought to look beneath the surface to see the good in someone else. That's number one. They don't have the energy and the patience to look into someone else's good. So right away, if they look a little bit negative, that's it they see. If the good is just beneath the surface. And number two, another reason why it's specifically through joy that a person that a person recognizes someone else's good is because generally the reason why we're not seeing someone else's good is not because of the person, it's because of ourselves. That we're so lost in ourselves and so absorbed in, in ourselves and if there's something good about someone else, for some reason we feel like it's a contradiction to us, like it's taking away from our attention and our positivity, our virtues. So we don't even want to give anybody else credit or, or notice their good. Mashenka, when we're besimcha, besimcha person leaves that self-centeredness. So let's read the kitzer quickly. Kitzer yevar de be'esa simcha adam oizev yeshosei v'roya mailas kol adam. When a person is happy, they let go of themselves. They're not so self-conscious and self-aware, and they see. They're able to see the virtues and the mailas of other people. Kio emes tu asher kol achad miyisrael yashle maila gedolah b'midas tayves. Because the truth of the matter is, Yidin are good. Every Yid is really good. It's not just that all of a sudden the person is happy, so they just start being generous in, uh, in who they consider good. The people are good. It's just that generally, that self-indulgence is what blocks it all out. It makes the person blind to be able to see the goodness in other people. Siv Gimel. The main mitzvah of joining a chasana is to beautify the simcha, to make it the most joyous event for the chasana and kala. An unforgettable event. As we know, the Gemara tells us that Rabbi Yehuda Barilai took a branch of a hadas and danced in front of the kala. Rab Zeira Amar Kamachsif Lan Saba Shemezalza Bekvei Talmidich Chacham Vnei Kalos Reish Baatzmei. Rab Zeira told him off and said, "You're embarrassing Talmidich Chachamim. You're lowering the dignity of a Talmid Chacham by dancing like that." Kinoch Nafshei When Rabbi Yehuda Barilai passed away, if Sikamudu Dinu Rabbein Didelu Kol Yal Nachulu. When he passed away, there was this beam of light that separated him, as in Rabbi Yehuda Barilai from everyone else, from the entire world. So anybody that's familiar with the Basi Laganis is familiar with the story. So Rabzeira said that his way of behaving is what made that beam of light that separated him from all of humanity is because he would dance with this Hadas by Akala, by Achas and Kala. Anybody that's that's Mesameach HaChassan that makes the Chassan happier on his wedding day and adds to his happiness is Zoycha Tataira. Imkain. Hare'ik Rasimcha Ulismayach as a Chassan Bekala. So the main mitzvah is to bring joy and add joy to the Chassan and Kala. 
This is all bringing us back to his original question, the Frida Krebs' original question. Now, it would have made sense if he would have said, the Pasuk would have said, sorry, the Bracha would have said, you created a Chasen Vakala. And then all the types of joy that a person can enhance the wedding with, the Chasen and Kala with, but first comes the Chasen and Kala. Why does it say, Ashabara, you created Sasan and Simcha, different types of joy. Then Chasan Vikala, if Lachaira, all the joy that we're describing in this bracha is all, it's the mitzvah of bringing joy to the Chasan Kala. Sorry, so Friedrich Rebbe finishes off and says that only after Chasan Vikala does he add the last eight descriptions of happiness. Let's also understand the general nusach of the bracha. Chazal tell us that when it says in the pasuk, it's talking about Hashem's wedding. When did Hashem have the wedding? That's when Hashem gave the Torah. So Hashem is called the groom, the chasm. If that's the case, that Hashem is the ultimate groom and we are the bride, so what does it mean? Hashem created the groom. Isn't he the groom? The creator himself? Before me, no Hashem, no God was formed. What does it mean? No Kale was formed. How can you say about Kale, which is one of Hashem's names, that it's formed, that it was like created and formed? So Kale is a description of general godliness that's being revealed and connecting with creation and the world. Now it says, Kale elikim havaya diber by Yikra Aretz. What's Aretz? The Aretz ubechinas malchus shu dibur elyon. Aretz generally is its earth, its land, and it refers to Hashem's attribute of Malchus, kingship, which is also connected to speech. In very, very short, speech and Malchus are both very dependent on a recipient, on someone else, on another. Speech is to someone else, communicating with someone else, and Malchus, ain melech a king cannot exist without a nation to be king over. So in order that there should be speech, in other words, allowing someone else to exist outside of the one speaking, in our case, in order for a world to exist, in order to have dib, uh, Eretz, what you need is Kale. It starts off with Kale. In other words, in order to be able to have the concept of speech, which means allowing someone else to exist, it all begins in Kale, which is kindness, Chesed. Kindness is what brought creation into being. Like it says, Chesed says, create. Another pasuk, one pasuk after the next. So we have in all these psukim that Chesed is what creates. Any revelation, which again, revelation is to someone else, is all kindness and speech. It's all about the other. Now, on the Pasuk that says, I said, Oilam Chesed Yabana. There are two interpretations to the Pasuk. 
Ha'alef, the number one, the Bechteshi, yes, Havas Ha'elam is Nivna Sfira Sachesed. In order to create the world, I needed to create Chesed. In order to have Oilam, in order to have a world, I needed to first create, build. Yibane Chesed. Ba'abeis, this Havas Ha'elam is why they Sfira Sachesed. The second interpretation, which is more relevant to us, is that to, cre- to have creation, you need Hashem's kindness. Remember your compassion and kindness, which literally means they were here forever. Chassidus interprets it as meaning they are here for Oilam, they are here for the world. In order to have existence, you need compassion, you need kindness. This is what it means when it says, thank Hashem, acknowledge Hashem because His goodness is forever. Now, the way we're interpreting it is as follows. Hashem is good, essentially. Okay. And, and what He wants to do is kindness. Like it says, When Hashem thought about creating the world in order to be good and kind to His creations, the Chol, in Nimbriyas V'Savos Ha'elamets, Rak Le'etiv Le'bru'av. The reason Hashem created is in order to be good. The only way to be good and kind and compassionate is if there is someone, a recipient of that goodness and kindness. Even though a person could have the feeling of being kind even before it can express itself and connect with someone else, a good, kind person is always good and kind, even if they're not expressing it. Even the arousal of that feeling of being kind and good can also happen, even if there is no one to be kind and good to.